Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Straight Talk for the Soul series, your vibrational, multidimensional vitamin for the body, mind, and spirit. I'm Carrie Murphy, your host, creator, and the founder of this global broadcast and Unity Community. I want to extend a bright and a beautiful good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to all of you tuning in from around the world to help me welcome uh, a truly beautiful soul, a new speaker to our sacred circle. Marissa Indigo is here. We're going to talk about New Earth, of course, but we're going to talk about converging through the mirrorverse, quantum harmonic light body technology for New Earth, and embracing zero point as a creator being. Or is this all about New Earth and how we are consciously navigating all of this this newness here? And you know, the solar energies. Um, I know Marissa was talking about are really going to continue to ramp up this year, and so we're transitioning from linear to quantum. And out of that old paradigm of thinking and in and separation into unity, like that's why this is a unity community, um, a harmony, connection. So welcome home, beautiful souls and courageous crusaders of higher consciousness. This is your safe haven, a sacred space, a soulful sanctuary to feel ignited and empowered. And it's my greatest intention that you feel an unwavering sense of safety, acceptance, belonging, oneness, and unity here. Uh, the frequencies of kindness and cooperation, collaboration, and compassion always flowing here. And today, let's intend for a renewal of your divine essence, a, a pure resurrection of your health, your wealth, your vitality, your strength, as well as your soul's purity and radiance. Um, so thank you. Just thank you for blessing our community with your love and presence today. And now just sit back, relax, breathe, open, and receive. Uh, we're so thankful and grateful that you found your way here. And now it's time for me to ask my favorite question. And that is, what is the best that could happen today? I encourage you to set a clear, empowered, personal intention for what you wish to gain or experience. My intention with our journey is to be a clear and pristine communicator of divine light and love and selfless service to allow for the greatest openings into peace, harmonization, healing, purification, and empowerment for all of us gathered here. You're welcome to write in and let us know how you're doing throughout the show in our webcast if you've joined us by computer. Um, I also want to invite you to subscribe to this show if you haven't already and join our community. It is a free platform and you can access everything at straighttalkforthesoul.com. Uh, all of our replays are also on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Audible, and Stitcher. And we would love, love, love to see you in our private Facebook group and feel that sense of unity and community there. Just enter in Straight Talk for the Soul to find us there. Um, if you want to join me on Instagram, uh, just enter in Carrie Murphy. And now let me tell you about my beautiful, beautiful co-creative partner, Marissa Indigo. Uh, she leads through the heart with excitement, humor, and passion for human potential, esoteric quantum physics, and alternative healing. As a Blu-ray Indigo Sapphire light technician, her insatiable thirst to explore all subjects related to health, our inherent human potential, the essence of consciousness, space weather, earth-based indigenous traditions, and sciences drives her daily work for humanity. At the age of eight, she experienced her first major awareness 
awakening in the hospital after a near-death experience, which we're going to talk to her about. Um, she's been a metaphysician since early childhood initiations with the angels and her star family. And she's also accumulated a library of knowledge combined from life experience and study. Her background ranges from energy medicine, quantum mechanics, grid work, oracle transmissions, and galactic elemental shamanism, activated from her travels around the globe to receive codes from medicine elders and sacred sites. She enthusiastically shares a wide range of wisdom and custom solutions or light systems to support humanity during the shift into heart-centered wholeness and joy and connection. Her practice combines a variety of mystic traditions uh, from all over the world, both geographically on the grid and throughout the Akash, enabling her clients to experience an expansion of consciousness, transformation, and healing on all levels. And she has these really wonderful soul stream sessions, which we'll talk about later. They're soul level readings in the Oracle state, and they provide a deluge of information with practical, customized strategies to support your daily mastery on your journey here. And I highly recommend them, and we'll talk more about that later. But today, again, we're going to talk about quantum harmonic light body technology for New Earth and so much more. Uh, I am so excited to introduce all of you to Marissa. So let's get started. Please join me in extending waves and waves of love, light, and joy to Marissa as I welcome her to the show. So hi, beautiful. Wow. Thank you so much. That was such a beautiful everything introduction and, and welcoming and <laughs> And your your opening of all the energy for everyone here to just come in was just very moving. So thank you so much, Carrie. <laughs> oh, I hope this is the first of many times that you are here because <laughs> I felt, you know, we I have chills right now, such a strong connection to you when we, <laughs> you know, came together and our time <laughs> together show. This feels like your home. So. Yeah. Well, thank all. you. Gosh, thank you so much. Thank you. And aloha to everyone. I can feel you out there and I'm so excited and I'm I'm quite warm with the energy. Thank you. Yeah, there's so much love flowing and you have so much love flowing and you've had quite a journey. And I, I mentioned briefly in your bio about your near death experience at the age of eight. Um Talk a little bit about that and just kind of the journey, uh, just to introduce people to just what you've experienced uh, in oh, this sure. lifetime. Sure. Well, you know, from the, the shamanic standpoint, the, a lot of us have the near-death experiences, the accidents or the, you know, the illness, these different mm -hmm. things that are the soul communications coming through to support us, you know, really snapping snapping some things online, if you will, you know. And so it started early for me, um, <laughs> to say the least. And what that does is it cracks us open, uh, perhaps even enabling an easier connection of an, and a, maybe an allowing of our destiny, of our Akash to come through. And so for me, the different autoimmune disorders and things that I went through were supporting a remembering, a, a beautiful sacred remembering of being a medicine person. To, to try to just summarize it, you know, all of it is medicine, right? Our whole life experience, all of creation, all of the elements are here for us to support us in remembering our expansion. And so sometimes we have to have, as you know, too, uh, in yeah. order to really allow those higher dimensional gifts to come forth and that connection, that light to shine in a in the, the old paradigm when we were there, uh, sometimes takes a strong a strong motivation from the soul. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, and I mean things just. 
Um, I mean, did you have any kind of dormant period after that? You know, I know a lot of us who have those experiences young, then we kind of try to fit into society, you know, during our teenage years, and then it comes back at some point, or did you kind of stay with it all along? What was interesting was, I, I mean, yes, thank you. I mean, I had several different experiences in, in the younger childhood years like that. And so by this time, by eight years old and then nine years old, I was just like, okay, I got it. I was like, I'm not actually nine years old. I This is when I was in remission. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. I remember I went home from the hospital. I was like, oh, I'm not interested in my Barbies anymore. This is quite disorienting. And at that yeah. time, there's no one really to talk to about these things because – you know, you're like realizing like, oh, I think our souls are actually millions of years old. Like, uh, how could I possibly be interested in, in plastic Barbie dolls anymore? You know, so it was it was weird. Um, but <laughs> I was in Hawaii. So that was part of the blessing of being on Big yes. Island and really having Gaia there as a facilitator, you know, mm-hmm. and the different spirits of the land and, and the animals and such. <laughs> right. But then oh. I left I left to come to the mainland. And that was where <clears throat> I say. It was part of the difficulty of anchoring in, leaving and coming to California, where I was for 24 years. And so Mm -hmm. the teen years were were very difficult for me to try to Mm -hmm. assimilate because none of it made sense. Yeah, nothing makes sense, you know, (laughs) right in the system. So, (laughs) yes, but to go back a little bit, I know that in your bio, I mentioned a little bit a little bit about these initiations you had as a child with mm-hmm. um, your star family, with angels. Mm-hmm. Um, can you share a little bit about that and what happened? Oh, sure. Yes, absolutely. So the angels were always a very visceral part of my experience since I was very little, maybe four or five. I remember feeling their presence around, this kind of nurturing presence. And I think they were there to support us in young and it's being such a young and tender age when there's a lot of volatility in the household. So, you know, we definitely had kind of a, a lot going on in the household um, that was traumatic. So the angels presence was always around and they would make themselves known. It was very interesting. Um, the name I was gifted, a Hawaiian name, Anela Makamai means precious angel. Um, When I was five, randomly overnight, I had a a very interesting kind of a birthmark appear, and it wasn't a birthmark because I wasn't born with it, but it's Mm -hmm. actually um, a triangle of red dots on the inner elbow of my right Mm -hmm. arm that looks like the constellation of Cygnus, the swan, which is part of the Orion area. So, you know, and I was always obsessed with aliens ever since I was really little. You know that that happened to me? I never told you this. On my leg, when I was about eight, when I woke up, um, I had that on my leg. And, um, yeah, I hadn't told you that. Interesting. Okay, keep going. (laughs) Yeah, and so just these things just kind of seem to always be kind of somatic in your consciousness. And so I would actually do a lot of artwork of of ETs and things like that. And my dad was very much into, like, David Icke and – communion okay. had that communion book and so there were a lot of interesting ways that it felt like they were around you know in what however my consciousness could understand it at the time mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. wow okay so fast forward i mean um how do things progress and um what happens along the journey moving forward Well, it was very challenging for my consciousness because when I received this transmission in the hospital, 
um, this was the big one that was the, the life changer. This is what you're here to do. And this was a transmission from higher self, you know, everything I speak of, the star family, it's all aspects of higher self, of course. And they were showing me the causation of disease and how it begins etherically in the mind and in the emotions and how those over time get stuck and how powerful yes. our belief systems are. So they gave me, they said, look, this is how you created all of this dis-ease, you know, by going this way, which was more of a distorted route of heavier emotion, dense emotion, and, and grief and suffering. They said, or you could go this way, which is actually what you came here to do, uh, which is to support humanity and really knowing how powerful they are, really knowing how powerful they are, to live a beautiful, sovereign life, a beautiful health. And, and so having that codex, like, you know, opened up at nine years old and there's really no one to talk to about it. It's like, oh, well, how am I going to tell everyone about this? Like, who's going to want to listen to a little kid, you know? Mm -hmm. So <laughs> fast forward, we left the big island and moved to Southern California. My mom got a, a job as a teacher. And so here we are, you know, on the mainland, just going along with the program, kind of under the radar kind of thing. And it was very interesting because I found Ayurvedic medicine also through my illness. So all these different metaphysical things started to open up um, through being ill and then well and the whole mind-body-spirit connection. Um, mm. But it really wasn't until I had my daughter that the Divine Mother ray started to open up, and that's mm -hmm. what really started to expand everything, if you will. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, what When when you um, call yourself a Blu-ray indigo mm -hmm. sapphire, mm -hmm light technician what does that mean to you and um, when did you become aware of this well so I've always been obsessed with that cobalt blue or cerulean you know that beautiful mm -hmm. kind of ocean blue ever since I was yes. little it was, so, it was my favorite color I was obsessed with it I felt like that's what I looked like I felt like that's what my skin would look like if I were to choose my appearance my you know my physical mm -hmm. appearance and for me, that indigo is very vital of coming in. I was born in 87. So when I was three months old, the harmonic conversions happened here on the planet. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of supporting a whole new frequency coming in that can be kind of disruptive. And what's interesting about that is when you're a youth and you're learning emotions and maybe you never felt them, you know, and now all of a sudden there's a lot of things to feel, you know, as we become a teenager, the teen angst. I was into punk rock. I had a mohawk. I mean, you would have never <laughs> known, you know. Yeah, it's it's quite hysterical, the evolutions of the soul. You know, we go through things quite rapidly. Um, mm -hmm. So there's this kind of rebel, you know, thing going on. But then over time, as the heart opens, Right, because that's us hardening ourselves to exist in the old, right? Yeah. In that cold, hard environment that was not very loving or, or warm or kind. And so we all had to kind of have that armor, you know, at the same time while holding the mission at the forefront, which is we're here to shift consciousness and make things beautiful and welcome in the Aquarian age, you know. So over time, <laughs> again, this is another gift of my daughter, is becoming a mother really activated a lot of the divine feminine really started to open that up for me. And so then there was this transition where I started to feel like, I feel like I'm a blue ray. I feel like, I, I mean, I definitely identify with the indigo ray, um, but there's this blue ray quality, which it is as well. It's one of the, and the same, but you notice there's kind of different threads of color or, or themes yes. of, of soul expression. And there's different, so as you, as you kind of open up your heart more and more love comes in and more softening, more safety you know, we really have to open the root chakra and connect in with, with, with Gaia and start to feel safe here. Um, 
then all of a sudden it expanded and the words I was receiving were sapphire. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting about that is it's a long story, but it all ties to the Vedic tradition and my birth chart in the Vedic tradition, which I have a lot of Saturn in my Vedic chart, which is mm-hmm. ruled by and is supported by sapphire, the, the stone. And so I was just noticing a lot of overlays of these different qualities. So that's something I've come up with is, you know, eventually the yes. indigo soul has to mature, and then we become mm-hmm. the sapphire ray, which has a different quality to it. So interesting. Yeah, I was always very connected with the blue ray. And you mentioned the Vedic astrology. It's interesting mm-hmm. because just yesterday um, I was approached by um, someone about seeing a Vedic astrologer, and I've never mm-hmm. worked with one before, so it's interesting that you're saying that. I feel like that's oh. kind of confirmation <laughs> that, okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, but so then, you know, I know that you've traveled all over. Um mm-hmm. You've received these codes from medicine elders, sacred mm-hmm. sites, yeah. um, galactic shamanism, you know. <laughs> Describe, uh, you know, some of that and what sure. these experiences have brought to your journey. Sure. So the, you know, the grid work was always a, a natural thing and we never know what we're doing. And so when I was little in Hawaii, I loved giving gifts to the fairies and to the nature spirits. And I'd always mm-hmm. give crystals and offerings and they would, you know, nature would give me stones and leaves, and I would make medicine bags for my family and say, oh, this will heal you if you carry it around, you know. Uh, <laughs> and then you fast forward to, um, so my mom taught English, and so we were able to go to Europe because she was part of a tour group for educational tours for students. And so going to Europe was very powerful for me. Um, I went first, I believe I was 15. 14 or 15 and it was a very powerful activating experience to go to the south of France because yes. that started to open up Me too. the Magdalene mm-hmm. 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 and then I was in Normandy and that's when the grid work thing kicked on where it became something conscious like oh my gosh maybe this is something I'm supposed to do to help because we were in Normandy and we were in where all those massive pits are where the bombs hit the shore and they're all you know coated in grass But I had this, I was shown, like, imagine, like, you're putting a lantern in the middle of this pit for the souls here that have grief, that don't know how to leave. And so it was just, like, random stuff like that, like, oh, going going through history, these different historical events, you know, have happened, and how can I just guide souls home? Everyone's trying to, you know, go home rather than feel stuck somewhere. And so some of that grid work stuff started with that Euro trip. And then I actually did live in the Caribbean for a little while, like maybe a little less than a year. And this was way again in the future. We're kind of ping-ponging all over time here. But uh, when my daughter was six months old, we went to live in the West Indies, the island of Dominica in the the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. And that was really fascinating because it was bringing in the Atlantean and the Atlantic Ocean kind of stuff, but it was in the Caribbean versus East Coast. So Mm -hmm. I actually had the privilege of, um, randomly being on that island, uh, meeting the, the Carib people. So the actual people that the whole Caribbean is named after, these beautiful, you know, native people and sitting with them on their land and learning from them. And mm-hmm. so that was, so it's all, I happen to just be in a place and then the local people will find me and say, oh, would you like to come meet and, and sit and, you know, be on our land? Mm-hmm. And it's like such an honor, you know, because they're rich to themselves. And um, that was really special. 
and it's the same thing that happened in the Amazon. I was with the Shipibo tribe, you know, in the Amazon um, for a shamanic mm-hmm. stint there. So just different synchronicities of different people mm-hmm. I would meet, you know, along the path of elders. Right. Well, and that all just opens you up and you know that's why you bring you bring so much into what you do you know from all of these mystic traditions and all everything that you've gained all over the world but also you work in the akash and um you know uh, when having a session with you it was incredible the amount of information that that came through you um you know i've been doing this for a long time and you know can access it myself and through all the beautiful beings that come here um to co-create with me but i was so um it was so fascinating and beautiful to hear our, all of the information and and knowledge and wisdom that came through you so mm. when you talk about um you know, allowing this expansion of consciousness for your clients, you know, and you you bring it through the Akash. Describe what that means to you or, or what happens when you're accessing that. Oh, sure. Uh, so if you all here listening are familiar with human design, this is a good way I could at least start to explain this process. So in, in the human design system, I'm a projector. And so what that means, and this is part of why my childhood was quite tumultuous and confusing, Uh, When you're a projector, anything you think about, your consciousness penetrates. So you could be sitting with a person and you're having this engaged conversation and then you're all of a sudden inside of their consciousness with them, which can be kind of confusing when you're young or, you know, (laughs) someone decides, oh, let's go do this. And you're like, oh, yeah, that sounds great. And then you're by yourself. And then you're like, wait a minute, that's not something I'd ever want to do. Why would I agree to that? And you're like, oh, my God, (laughs) my consciousness fuses with theirs. Like, whoa. And so... Once you get the, you know, the training, there's an extensive amount of training I had to go through to understand how to handle this better, <laughs> if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, any topic, you know, any topic someone wants to talk about. And so we build the space. We really go into a deep clearing and energy, all of this aligning and being with Gaia and really rooting deeply and setting up a lot of different layers of, of support for us to go really deep onto topics, you know. Everything mm-hmm. can just be expanded. It's just a matter of, being so still and so unified and clearing all the stuff out of our minds, our to-do list, all the things. So, And this this really brings in the, the light core. You know, we're so in our light core of our being, the soul radiance of our being, that the infinite now is here. You know, if you slow down the moment enough with your breath and your presence, you can literally feel like a curtain. You can trail your fingers in front of you in the space. You know, the space is the Akash. That means ether and space in Sanskrit is is the Akash. So we are in the library all the time. It's just a matter of fine-tuning our consciousness so that we can really get in there and have fun. (laughs) It's a matter of focus, you know, a lot of focus. (laughs) Well, and for those of you listening who are a part of this community, and whether you're new or not or you're here all the time, if you have questions and you've had questions that maybe haven't been um, answered, you know, from yourself or someone else, um, Marissa, um, I can almost assure you will have them. I was so, it was just amazing and an amazing experience. And, um, so we'll talk about more your special offer, which includes, um, one of these sessions is this, you call them soul stream sessions. Yeah. Um, so, but we'll talk about that more later. What I want to move into now is, you know, the topic title that you selected was, um, 
um, <laughs> converging yeah. through the mirrorverse, quantum mm-hmm. harmonic light body technology for new earth and embracing zero point as a creator being. So explain, describe, share. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful, um, wonderful. The inspiration yeah. for all of this and what all that means to you. Well, so, you know, what what started to present the last few years was, and then really the 11-11 time last year, it was quite, the, the best word I could say is that our realities are starting to become, for us individually, are starting to become confrontational because we're starting to see where, we're starting to be blessed to see where we were creating unconsciously before, you know, just kind of on auto with these different aspects of our life. And so we're calling it converging because all the aspects of ourselves now, mind, body, spirit, and soul, and soul mission, and all these things, divine destiny, all of these things are ready to be aligned. They're all ready to just converge into one I am, that it's all one, that we live from that unity in every aspect of our life, meaning that there's no separation of consciousness when we go home with our family or we are at work, or any of these things. So it's really about starting to converge ourselves with our highest truth and love and pure light of our being and having so much courage that there's no other option to just be, you know, be you, be free and share that and start to inspire others to really start to live that way. And that's this zero point. This zero point is the now moment where we have pure access and the mirror verse is confrontational, I say, because our realities are being reflected and thrown in our face all the time. So if we create something unconsciously or with haste, let's say, all of a sudden it, it just, it, the timeline doesn't work. You know, there's some little snafu, there's a snag, if that makes sense. Like we're always going to get the feedback. We're kind of starting to see how we are a biofeedback. We're, we're in a living resonance field with all of creation and it becomes very like acid trip because you start to see, wow, everything's responding to me actually. Is my heart open right now? Is it closed right now? Everything will respond to that. Mm -hmm. And then when we forget, you know, oh yeah, I'm a conscious being having this consciousness experience, like something comes in and, and we, we you know, con- uh, contract, if you will, and kind of go back down into maybe an older state for a moment, then there's this moment where we can have compassion because we are learning how to be quantum beings. So it, it's huge. It's a huge topic. <laughs> it is. I mean, we could talk about this for days and days and days and days. And, yeah. Um, but, and then the the... The light body technology. Mm. Um, I want to really get into that. You know, what is mm-hmm. the light body? What is light body technology? And mm. there's so much to explore there, but what feels significant to bring forth? So light body is the connection of our whole being, and that kind of goes with that convergence again, but with the soul, with the higher self I am, all of a sudden these kind of higher capabilities of the nervous system and the human experience and the physical, you know, the divine human experience start to come on because we're starting to animate. We're really actually, for the first time, coming into the body and mm-hmm. starting to see, like, oh, my goodness, you know, this is my light ship, the Merkabah. There's so many beautiful names for this. 
and that the light body is the soul and it's an extension and it's all one at the same time. It's, it's very interesting. It's holographic. And so when we talk about light body technology, what we are learning, basically, the more we embrace Gaia and embrace beauty and truth and, and loving kindness and presence with ourselves and give ourselves that love, a lot of reparenting goes into this. And then we are, we are able, we've, we've kind of nourished ourselves, we've filled our cup, and we're able to start thinking, I want to take this out into the world, not even in a grandiose way, but let's say you see something that is so gorgeous and you're like, oh, my gosh, I have to take a picture of that. And then you realize, oh, my gosh, I could text this picture of something gorgeous, this gorgeous tree, let's say. I always am snapping a lot of photos of the trees. Mm-hmm. You share that photo, you know, you just text. How long does it take? How much energy and effort does it take to text 30 people? And maybe some of them are sick right now. Maybe some of them are you know, having all these different transitions in their lives that are quite tumultuous, you know, and they're trying to get a leg to stand on, the sea legs here. And all of a sudden you've just illuminated all of these people by sharing beauty with them. And that's part of light body technology, sharing beauty Mm -hmm. and inspiration. It opens us up and, and we start to open our capacities to receive even more amazing information. So Yes, that simplifies it. Sharing beauty, um, it's so important. I mean, there there are so many people sharing all kinds of things that aren't aren't supporting mm-hmm. <laughs> harmony yeah. and yeah. Uh, all of those things. So, light body technology. If we look at it as that, is sharing beauty and mm-hmm. taking those moments to do mm-hmm. that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I know that you shared, um, and I read this earlier in your uh, when I was describing what we were going to be doing here that. Um, we're, we're navigating this adventure, you know, this, this adventure mm-hmm. here, but we're crystalline energy light beings having a mm-hmm. physical experience. Mm-hmm. Um, if someone is wondering, are all of us crystalline energy light beings? Yeah. Um, what would you, what would you say to that? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, we're all in a process of tuning. You know, you yes. can see just the waves and waves and waves of consciousness. Those that preceded us, uh, from, you know, thousands of years and even just the 1900s. And then those that are coming now, I mean, the waves and waves and waves of ascending, awakening souls is just so exciting. It's just, it's just beautiful, you know, and everyone's a crystal. Everyone is. It's a, everyone is a crystal and everyone has who knows how many crystals throughout their body. This is, it's all new for me to start having these crystals start to activate. And so if I could share one of the gifts, being out in Gaia and hiking and I'm in the Pacific Northwest for any of you. Uh, just to try to share where I am. I'm in a very, very, I'm very blessed to be here. Um, after 24 years in the desert, we made it to the rainforest, and I am so thankful. <laughs> and it's quite metaphoric, you know, really. Yes. And um, <laughs> we go out, and we're with these, you know, seeing the waterfalls and seeing the mosses that are, like, hundreds of years old, and they're all talking to us. They're all singing to us. And all of a sudden, this light language, I'll call it a light language, but I call it Voices of Gaia. And it's these tones. It's the elements. It's the you know the way the waters are, are tinkling through, or, or or if they're roaring, if it's a huge waterfall, and the trees. There's these tones that start to come through, and I realize, oh my gosh, we have crystals in our throat. We have crystals, like we have all these things. Like so, the more that we start to expand, and oh, I'm really feeling like I want to sing, but I'm scared to death. Well, you don't have to do it in front of anyone. I I still don't do that. You know, I I'm in the forest or in the shower or in the car, you know, by myself. But I'm still letting it just come out, and this emotion moves through, and all of a sudden, there's activations of higher centers, and so it's like 
the limits of our energy bodies and our systems. You know, we have that, the original chakra system, it just keeps expanding, going on and on and on. It's incredible. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of glancing in the webcast, and uh, Nikalia from the UK uh, wants to know if you can talk about um, new plasmic crystalline codes coming through water. Uh-huh. Is there anything oh, yeah. you can share about that? Oh, yeah. all It's, it's wonderful. Um, you know, you could drink water from anywhere on the planet. I, I really love drinking the glacial water, um, but it's really interesting as a fun experiment with yourself to play is you can drink water from somewhere and close your eyes and just go into the mind, into the third eye, and you can travel to that place, and you can see the codes. So if you have glacial water, all of a sudden you find, oh, my gosh, I'm in this library. I'm in the glacier, and it's a library of codified information from however many millions of years. It's solidified crystal now, you know, because everything is is this this liquid plasma. It's quite fascinating. Um, Another wonderful thing is, Watching the sun, I have a lot of videos where I will record or photograph uh, the sun on the water. And you see all of these patterns, and it blinks, yes. and mm-hmm. it's like Morse code. Like there's just so much to receive from the water, and it's all about the water. I love that you brought in the water because we are about to enter the, the year of the water rabbit. So there's a lot mm. of water right now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, everything that you're sharing, Marissa, is quantum. And so what Hmm. we're really doing here is making this transition from linear to quantum, you know, so that the things that we talk about here are familiar and normal and not Mm -hmm. like, what are they talking about? Um, (laughs) You know, it's getting out of the linear mind and the old paradigm of that thinking world. um, Yes. And to really perceiving in a very, um, in a new way. <laughs> well, and to perceive and with your whole being. Yeah, yes. exactly. Like to perceive and to feel with your whole being, to love with your whole being, your whole body, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's what's so important about this is coming into the body and starting to really appreciate land, landing in it, out of the head and down into the body, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. And when... Um, you shared, and I believe you shared it on Facebook, um, in either in our group or something, about today's show, talking about the solar energies um, mm. continuing to ramp up this year. Mm. Uh, what can you what can you say about that that would be beneficial for everyone listening? Um, let's see. Well, it's going to really start to show you how your energy is responding to this. Like, we had those mega X-class flares for, like, a week straight, and a lot of us – I call it being a pancake. So <laughs> you're like, okay, yeah, I have to be horizontal. My spine will not be vertical. Like, I'm a pancake, you know. I'm functioning, but I'm a pancake. <laughs> um, and so it's going to teach us a lot about surrendering and really starting to understand that we are a light body, that we are a physical being, but – Things don't operate the same. We can't push through, you know. I'm a Taurus, you know, so the old ways was, yeah, we're going to push through all this. We're going to keep dragging this. We're going to keep going, you know, pushing this massive load up the mountain. And all of these things are changing for us, how we function. The realities are becoming energetic, and they actually always were. We just couldn't perceive that before. So the solar activity is a massive gift for all of us to start to slow down, to be more present, to start to honor the body and no longer push. You know, a lot of us Mm -hmm. unknowingly, we were actually quite abusive to the body because we were separate from it, looking at it like a machine. You know, why won't you go? Why won't you give me the same energy or productivity, da-da-da? 
So mm-hmm. the um, the solar activity is going to continue to fluctuate, and what it's doing is it's the solar logos. It's it's God. It's all it's all God. It's all source. Uh, it's continuing to pelt us with waves of consciousness to support more and more and more people awakening, mm-hmm. and it's just becoming heaven on earth for everyone. Well, and the importance of nourishing ourselves and really mm-hmm. listening mm-hmm. and allowing ourselves the time for integration mm-hmm. and, you know, prior to that next expansion. And, you know, you were supposed to open up the season with me and we were so excited. And that week, I, you know, I told you, I was like, I, I that's when I told all of you I needed more rest. I, I and I honored that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Push yes. um, the uh, the launch of this season out almost a week, so um, it is that is happening for so many, and it's so important to listen, mm-hmm. allow for that integration, be a pancake, as you say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um, that's really honoring the light body. That's really honoring the mm-hmm. soul, and mm-hmm. you know, because then from that. Um, we experience these new levels uh, of experience, these new frequency fields and just expansion and um, creative inspiration and just all of these things unfold. If we allow that, yes. you know, if we push our bodies and push, mm-hmm. keep pushing like, nope, you can do this, you can do this, mm-hmm. go, go, go. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't get to experience the magic and the bliss and the renewed mm-hmm. um, uh, energy, right. you know, from those experiences. Yep. And, uh, huh, yeah. wow. Um, I know. <laughs> I know. It's going to change the workforce. I mean, it's going to change everything very rapidly now, very rapidly now for everyone because the grind, that whole grind culture, which was very horrible for everyone, you know, we ground ourselves into a powder. All of that's going away, you know, and it, it's going to be beautiful for everyone. Everyone's going to have more presence with themselves, their families their colleagues. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really a beautiful thing, but it is a lot of slowing down <laughs> and, and receiving, mm-hmm. you know, instead of pushing. Yeah. <laughs> and um, with regard to building our light core, um, mm-hmm. let's talk about that um, mm. and what that means. Uh, you know, how do we do it? You know, what are we, how do we build it? What are we connecting to? Um, all of that. What can you Great. say about that? Oh, yeah, that's a, thank you. It's a wonderful question. So really this is about establishing a deeper self-intimacy between yourself and higher self, soul. Starting to really realize and actualize that our higher self, soul, has always been here. It's our best friend. And so it's, it's starting to first create a relationship with ourself that is pure, that is loving, and very, very deep. A deep, beautiful relationship of love and honor for oneself as the I am and starting to really merge that and expanding our sense of identity beyond in, you know, any cultural conditioning or programming or stories, anything small, and really starting to ask the questions, who am I? Why am I here? And many of us come to these beautiful, quite simple answers. Well, I, I'm a being of love. You know, I'm here to be a being of love. And then that can transform into many things as an artist, as a creative, you know, inventors, all of this artistry, basically being a creator, being a creator Mm -hmm. being, right? So Mm -hmm. it starts with that, just starting to really actually reform our identity away from the old story, the trauma, any of these things, bringing ourselves into a whole new state of love for self. And that's a practice. That's a devoted practice. It takes time. 
you know, to build a relationship because like with anyone, when we first meet someone, well, we have to build trust, right? We have to build a communication style. So we have to start to learn how, what, how, how does our body communicate to us? How does it give us information when something is a yes or a no? Even our intuition, you know, many people have it in the gut, the gut instinct. So there's all these layers of connection that have to happen first of who am I, why am I here, and how do I function, <laughs> right? And that's a lot to start with. And so that functionality, part of that functionality, you know, it's a funny thing because when we talk about quantum, all the functioning is different and we're learning new things every day about, oh, wow, I can't do that anymore. I've got to do it this way now and so on. But to really first come up with that identity of self, of who we really are, a soul having this incredible experience and so on, having a beautiful story for yourself. And then what starts to happen is that there's an expansion because we don't have to feel like we have to hide anymore. The heart starts to open, you know. We want to connect with 5D, at least the 5D New Earth, Gaia, Terra Nova, star planet, every day. You want to open your roots and you want to reach down and connect in with the planet to feel stabilized and anchored there while we continue to expand. And it's this, this solar, you know, we are becoming these solar beings again here on the planet. So if that helps, the light course starts with the identity first. You've got to have a rock. And one of the words that came through for that was the firmament. So by creating our new earth, real, true, authentic, soul-aligned identity as, as a soul, essentially, you know, with our own unique gifts, talents, passions, different motivations and such, that is your firmament. That's just, that's what you have. That is your core. And then yeah. it continues to grow from there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a cultivate, cultivated way of, of being, yeah. you know, a conscious creator light being. And, mm-hmm. you know, as you share, living in a very quantum way as an energy being in a starship body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And so you could think about it. So everyone, I just want you to imagine, of course, not if you're driving or something like that, but if you were to just imagine yourself with your hands out to the sides, and you're standing and your feet, you know, a few inches apart, we are a human star. We are a five-pointed star being. If you look at our limbs and our head, and it's like, oh, you know, like there's these things that have been so much innately a part of us that we don't really think about it, you know. <laughs> and so that's the whole funny thing about it. We're feeling it. We're feeling these truths of how easy it can be to to really become cosmic, you know, to embrace that because mm-hmm. we, we always have been. <laughs> and so – when we want to apply a lot of these things, you know, um, zero point um, quantum mechanics, all of this stuff to our day-to-day reality, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's um, relationships, our health, abundance, mm-hmm. career, um, how would one do that in a, in, a, in a practical way? Beautiful. Yes, thank you. I love this is such a great question because we love to make things tangible. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's the truth. Think, things are actually quite simple. And so we're reminded of the masters when they say the don't know mind or the beginner's mind to things, you know, pretending like I know nothing. I, I'm new here. Um, one of the ways that we will go around is like, yeah, I'm, I've just landed on this planet now. I'm new and I'm taking it all in. I'm taking in all the beings, like curious heart of a child, very pure. This is the crystalline, right? open heart, curious, 
and a very pure way of looking. So we don't have a frame of reference from before, and we don't have the judgment and the things that separated us, right? And that's why the light core is so important, because when we have love for ourselves, we don't have lack, right? So then we don't have things like these human things that we are now weeding out over time as we all awaken, like greed and envy and all these different things, right? Because we have love. We have it all, right? And so you start with the light core, who you are, the being of love. Then you want to look at everything fresh. And each day is a new day. You know, And these are these cliche things that, that the masters have said over and over, but now we get to apply them. And I love when you mention relationships because this is one of the biggest things I think is really important is that people don't know to hold that zero point, meaning a pure state for each person. So let's say, okay, yeah, I met someone five years ago. Well, a lot has happened for me in five years. I've been like, I don't know how many times I've resurrected different things now, right? So I'm a completely different being, and I would expect to possibly that would be a potential for the other person. And so when we have relationships with our children and all, all these different kinds of relationships, we want to start to hold that person in a completely new state like we've never met them before not that we don't know them but that Mm -hmm. we can't we can't create for them we can't say who they are does that make sense it does make sense. like oh that person always does that well what if they don't do that anymore how do we know so let's just hold back so you start to see how much Mm -hmm. energy we waste you know by assuming well shutting down potentials because yes Mm -hmm. yeah we want to expand the potentials for yeah those in our experience and if they pop back in our experience like you said maybe someone hasn't been in there for a while and here they come well they're probably back because maybe they're resonating um, at a similar frequency and so um, it's good to give people the opportunity to um, to have a new experience with them exactly so experience them for real in the present moment Mm -hmm. yes (laughs) <laughs> that, that's the crystalline what we see, aspects you know. yes. of all, all of us. Yes. Um, the crisis coming, aspects. <laughs> exactly. And you're coming at it really with an expanded state of, of, of view rather than like, oh, well, I know this person and I know how they're going to respond to this and that. And then and it's like, well, then why even if you know everything, then why would you hang out with? So it's like it's really coming into that don't know mind, that humbleness and that open, expanded presence through the heart as the mind instead of the linear mind that's like referencing the past or it's very limited, you know, and it limits others too, if that makes sense. It does. I hope that makes sense. Yeah. It does. It does. And, you know, before I take some questions and we'll talk about your offers, I want to talk about what you feel, um, you know, we can – anticipate this year of 2023 i mean do you get any um inner guidance um cosmic guidance or ideas about some of the the greatest potentials for us that we could focus on or help co-create oh yes well so um what i've gotten so far for this year i still haven't been able to do uh linear things so i haven't been able to write my uh energy reports or anything yet um, but the words that I've gotten was is diamond sun. It's all about the diamond and the purity consciousness of the diamond and how we are. I mean, it's beautiful because it's very metaphoric for our journey from, you know, carbon 
you know, Carbon Under Pressure, you know, that's a good song for this. Yeah. Under Pressure, you know, for sure. Uh, into the Crystalline, into the Diamond. Also yes. that pure mind, you know, that pure brand new beginner's mind to all things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then being seven, you know, the year of, of divinity, for us, we were hearing, oh, this is the year of mastery. This is the year for all of us. How many tools have we studied? How many classes and certifications have we all done? Like all of these things, you know, done to really start to to master. Now it's time to put it into practice. Like we've accumulated a lot of things. Now how do we put it into practice and start to create from from new? Mm-hmm. So what I'm seeing in people, which is just beautiful, it's happening all over, are these beautiful kind of Christed embodiment experiences where people yes, are having gonna, these <laughs> yes. very powerful embodiment experiences. And we're starting to see people who are newer to this work starting to talk about bringing love into their communication, you know, bringing love and the heart and heart-centered communication in with yes. everything that they are doing. And it's really exciting. It is exciting. It is so exciting. And, you know, it's interesting how even in communities like this that, you know, sometimes there are still beings and bringing in, you know, nice information and all of that. But you can feel, like, where's the heart in this? Yes, that's the thing. It's going to start to be literally palpable. Because you can feel when people are in the body and when they're really here with you and you can feel that presence. Mm -hmm. And so it's really about the power of presence, you know, and peace and really feeling that expandedness. And there's a fullness there, you know, where we feel more more available, I guess you should say, um, Mm -hmm. because there's a fullness of that presence, you know. (laughs) Um, It is so, so apparent now. Um, And. You know, it's becoming very clear, you know, these different timeline opportunities and potentials that we can experience and, you know, the ones who are, you know, how they kind of glide out of our experience, um, <laughs> you yeah. know, it, it, or in and out or whatever. Um, but it's it's interesting to observe and feel. And Absolutely. so... Um, well, I think that's the thing is being a feeler again, right? How to be a yes. feeler again and how that's actually like our superpower as a human. Like, you know, we are these angel star people in a human physical body. And we not only have the emotional, which is incredible, the whole range of emotions, even the ones that are not as pleasant. Like, these are all gifts for us to feel energy and to build a catalog of, of understanding you know, of what feels resonant and what does not. It's all information. You know, it's all energy. Yeah. But this being the, I wanted to say, this is important for people, this being the year of the water rabbit, it's a lot of yin. So it will be very much a restorative is the focus, you know, building Mm -hmm. that light core, getting to really know who you are and really having compassion for yourself. It's a rebirthing. And a lot of us are in a very precious, fresh state, vulnerable in a good way of new to the world, wide-eyed, you know, wide-eyed and mm-hmm. and fresh. And um, it's very important to honor and really let water be your teacher. Water flows. Flow, 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 yes. And <laughs> I find it quite interesting, like, if, if, you know, that is spoken about, but it's not being embodied. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like... <laughs> 
I found that, you know, just strikingly apparent, you know, moving into this, this new year. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, there are a lot of directions I could go here. There are a lot mm-hmm. of questions in our webcast. Um, okay. Great. And I'm also looking at our time and realizing, wow, okay, we're almost an hour in. Wow, like okay, to, that's fast. <laughs> yes, it kind of flew by. Um, mm-hmm. So what I'd like to do is talk about the opportunities to work with you um, mm-hmm. first in your offers, and then we'll take questions. Um, I know a lot of you wrote in, and if um, we can, we'll take a couple of live callers as well. But sure. you yeah. have created the opportunity to take this journey further with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and these offers can be found at straighttalkforthesoul.com. Click on our Marketplace link. You will see Marissa's beautiful face. Uh, click on her picture, and it'll take you to these two um offers that she has created for all of you. The first one is um, the Light Blast Oracle Reading Package. It includes a 60-minute Oracle reading with you. This is where I was talking about earlier. Bring your questions. Um, she <laughs> Describe, I mean, you can read here if you want to follow along. Um, there's a lot of information here that you can read about, the, about this, but describe the reading, Marissa, and then you've also included a few other things in Package A. Yes, so this is a beautiful, I call it, it's a, it's a light blast session. So we'll go into a beautiful oracle place together, oracle state, and you do want to bring your questions because what we're doing is with you, um, we are pulling forth your Akash front and center uh, in a very concentrated way to really explore all over. And it's fun because you never know where we're going to go uh, because everything is quantum. So we could go throughout time and space and all over planet and various cultures and things um, and also really expanding different topics like health and and detox and nutrition. I mean, there's so many, you know, just even the more physical things like that all the way to more esoteric topics. Um, And yeah, it's, it's really about you getting to receive and really getting to have a moment with yourself for yourself to create a whole strategy that's highest aligned for you. So the idea is really in, in one session, I because I, it is a deluge of information when we go into the oracle state. Um, so you want to have your questions because that holds the energy and focuses it for us and topics mm-hmm. too. Um, but it's enough material for six months to the whole year because we're going to, we go deep. You get a lot of information. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And I mean, as you said, I mean, it can be from – Everything, your your health concerns or challenges to these, you know, really expanded cosmic questions that you may have mm-hmm. about yourself and your oh, business nature. development. Yeah, mm-hmm. that too. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, any of that kind of stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. anything. Um, mm-hmm. So that you can read more about that here, but you um, have also included four crystalline light body technology and divine architect light system audio activations. Mm-hmm. These are MP3 downloads um, that you can listen to right away. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the light body crystalline grids, fields, and grid work 101. Um, yeah. This is an, a, a mastery course that they can yeah. listen to on demand. Um, wow. There's, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm reading all the, <laughs> the um, there's a lot the, to, to read here, but what can you say about that? 
Well, I'm really excited. I'm really excited about the light body technology uh, activations, the audio activation, mm-hmm. because these are uh, gifts from Star Family and, you know, soul aspects throughout my journey that I've been working with. These are never been released. And it's my favorite one is the one that I actually say, okay, you've got to start with this one. I'll say it in every activation if you haven't started. And so it's about becoming the divine architect in your life. And that's really what this year is about, this seven-year, this mastery year of divinity is becoming the architect, the co-creator with the universe, with source, you know, becoming a creator and really starting to have fun with that. And I teach you how to do that as I have been taught by higher self and my different aspects here of how to become the architect of your reality. And it starts with a beautiful grounding and all of these different things that we keep expanding, 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 so that then you are aligning your whole day. You're aligning your field. You're, you're starting to work with your own personal magnetic. So, you know, emotions are magnetic. Thoughts are electric. So you start to see how our basic functions of being, if we start to just focus it, you know, really focus it, you can start to create an intention and create a magnetic and then that creates a harmonic, which builds your life. So you're starting to really consciously build your life and all of those different aspects of your life, your career, um, you know, the financials, I mean, all of these different things, health. So I'm really excited about these um, because this mm-hmm. is cutting-edge stuff, um, sharing crystals like that are in the throat, uh, higher heart, mind, and throat activation crystals. And these are because each of us, we are our receiver and transmitter crystals. That's how we actually function. We receive information, you know, and then we can transmit that information. So I'm teaching you how to do what I've been shown. There's also, I'm very excited about this, uh, an etheric med bed. So the Arcturians taught us how to actually make a med bed chamber. And this is really powerful for, especially with the solar activity right now, like to be able to rest and refuel and recharge. And depending on what you're experiencing, sometimes these can be intense experiences physically. Mm-hmm. And you're working with color. Pan- pancake you know, moments. Yes. Or days. Yes. <laughs> and those days are the best days for activation. It's just incredible. Um, So, you know, and then there's the dodecahedron golden plasma chamber. So this is another beautiful gift from the Telosian. So where I am in the Pacific Northwest, we have uh, Mount Rainier. And Mount Rainier Mm -hmm. is one of the sisters of Shasta. They're all the Cascades. And so they're all just these amazing providers. And so the Telosians from the inner, you know, inner earth kind of whole corridor here of the whole West Coast here in the Cascades. Mm -hmm. And the Lyrans have given me these different technologies for us to use just with geometry and different rays of color and the Christed, you know, gold energy for resolution. And so you come into this beautiful chamber of the dodecahedron shape, which is a 12-shaped, a 12-faced, mm-hmm. uh, can't talk. 12 yes, we talked about that <laughs> recently with Dean Ang. Yes, uh-huh. yes, yes, yes. yes. So I'm, you know, so I'm I'm personally very excited about these because this is brand new stuff and I can't wait to hear how it works for everyone because they've been gifted to me and I'm more than just overjoyed to share them. Yes. And and then the course, the the light body, um the crystalline grid course is showing you how the grids are in us. You know, like the grids of Gaia, the crystalline grids, they are inside of us. So I show you how I was shown through the elements. The elemental realm showed me how to do all of these different uh, connections. It's all here. We just have to connect it all with, with mindfulness, and it's really fun. 
So I'm excited about that package. I think there's a lot of goodies in there. I know. There are. (laughs) This is all in Offer A, plus there's the Sacred um, Mm -hmm. um, Self-Care e-book. There's a bonus there. This is all in Offer A, and um, including the Light Blast Oracle reading. It's $147. We have the three-pay option. Um, I'm glad that you said more about the the, uh, four crystalline light body technology activations because um, I actually really want to listen to them myself. I'm really feeling drawn to them. Um, Well, and your your star family aspects, you know, are (laughs) mine too. Lemurian, Arcturian, Syrian, Telosian, Venusian, yeah. Um, There's a a lot here. And uh, I hope those of you who are resonating will take the opportunity to – I mean, that's a lot. How exciting. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. So offer B is all of that. Um, Plus another mastery course on demand. This one is called Ancestral Clearing and Quantum DNA Activation through Mm -hmm. Crystalline Epigenetics. Um, A lot of words, um, Mm -hmm. a lot of powerful words there. Mm -hmm. Um, How can you simply describe what this course is, you know, intended to present and, and as an opportunity? Well, you know, in my own personal journey, um, the ancestral clearing it was very important. And I think that could be true for all of us because one of the, the phrases that they gave me was each and every one of us, we are the walking and talking and breathing prayers manifested of the ancestors. So each of us carries a lot from our lineage all along the planet. We could we say the Terran, you know, the earthly incarnations, all the way through our various star family incarnations, all the way to first separation. So from now to first separation from source, there is a lot of data that is in the DNA. And it can be very supportive for us to have the clear consciousness journey of the crystalline clarity by doing the ancestral clearing. And so this is one of the things I'm very passionate about is from the shamanic perspective, uh, bringing in these crystalline qualities into looking at the matrilineal and patrilineal DNA, where we came from, the stories of our ancestors, and how we are responsible. We really are, you know, responsible creator beings in action to really um, break the chains of the cycles of, you know, any of the unconsciousness, right? It ends with us. So it's quite uh, it's quite a job, I think, that each of mm-hmm. us came here to do in our own unique way so that we can truly be free and truly liberate everybody, you know, uh, throughout mm-hmm. time all at once, you know, really, uh, by doing our own individual work, right? Absolutely. So it's really a beautiful, uh, beautiful, thorough, um, yeah, thorough class. <laughs> wow. Okay. But that's not the only thing in Offer B. You also have um, a digital copy of your brand new book, um, Remembering Solaria, Becoming Sons Again. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of, and there's a lot in this book as uh-huh. well. Yes. Yes. And that's still being completed. Um, so this does include this whole amazing collection of galactic and solar mastery courses that I have done. So the Remembering wow. Solaria course, um, which is really, really important because it's showing us how we have done this before. All of us have. Our DNA is primed uh, for this process with all the solar activations. 
there's just so much information in there from space weather um, all throughout history. We really go throughout antiquity to show you, look, you know, the ancient Egyptians were talking about this. I mean, so many different cultures, they all, why were they all sun worshipers? Well, I'll tell you why, you know, it's just, it's just really a fun, a deep dive. And wow. it also includes the Mayan Galactic Calendar Mastery Course. So because I want to support people with coming up with their own version of time. Time mm -hmm. is art. It's not what it was. It's not that linear, you know, nine to five, all this stuff, all that matrix. That's all shifting. And so what's interesting is we had 2012, 10 years ago, right? And now we have 2022 just completed. And that was now we're kind of in another 10-year cycle of the next waves of evolution of consciousness. And part of this is time ship Earth, if you will, the liberation of Earth from the old timing system, because that was all just a structure. All, it was all yes. So it's very important to support you. Yeah. Wow, so much information here, Marissa. Mm -hmm. There's yeah. also a gold a golden plasma accelerator meditation. Mm -hmm. And then a beautiful bonus in offer mm -hmm. B is um you're extending the light blast oracle reading from sixty minutes to ninety minutes. You'll get an mm -hmm. additional thirty minutes added to your session um if you get offer B. I mean this is one of the most beautiful, like I'm resonating so much with it kind of offers I've seen I'm, and I love them all. I'm not saying I, I, I you know, but we course, all, um, yeah. we all, that's why we have so many speakers, different beings resonate at certain times of their journey with um, certain things. And I'm just saying I'm in full resonance with everything here. I'm excited about it. I'm excited <laughs> for those who are ready for this. Yay. Yeah. That's <laughs> and, awesome. Um, Wow. And a lot of support for you all. That you know, that's that's the truth of of New Earth mm -hmm. is the abundance of support is here. It is here. It is here for us. Yes. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. I'm going to go to our webcast. Um, a lot of you have written in. Um, if you wrote in a while back, let me know you're still here so we can get some feedback from you if I pick your question. So, um, okay. I'm going to go to uh, the top here. Okay. Um, uh, Monica said, hi, Marissa. I'm loving this call. Wow. So fascinating. This month I found out that I am a projector. Thanks for oh, Carrie's show. Great. Beautiful, Monica. Looking mm. forward to diving into that. Um, mm. I feel so honored and humbled to be in the sacred circle today. Uh, do you know anything about the blue diamonds in the glacier lakes? Thank you, wise woman. So much love flows to you from my heart to yours. Ah, that was beautiful, Monica. So do you know anything about the blue diamonds in the glacier lakes? No, no. It sounds wonderful. Um, I'm like, oh, I'm not surprised <laughs> there are that. blue diamonds in the, in the glacier lakes that you know at all, the frequency of blue and then the diamond coat itself. And I, I work with glacial water and glacier uh, glaciers in general, um that's that's pretty fascinating so that sounds i don't know to me it reminds me of like some kind of a special um i'm seeing like a like a, a little I can't, I can't think of the word a codex like like there's information like it's a repository of of information in that diamond so it'd be very interesting you know if you're curious about that you could take that imagine you're putting the diamond into your forehead you know into your third eye and see see what information continues to come forth from that. I'm getting it's a yeah. a library for sure. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that, mm -hmm. Monica. I hope that you heard that. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, Thank you. 
Abby from the UK, ABI. Um, if I'm mispronouncing it, I apologize. Um, she said, Marissa, how can I or we stay fully in our sovereignty mm. and maintain our consciousness and balance if we're um, strongly affected or constantly affected by so much ancestral um, and all of consciousness itself? Any insights mm -hmm. would be very helpful. Yes, yeah, so that's true for all of us, and that's a, such a wonderful question because it can be kind of overwhelming because you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm bobbing in a massive ocean, you know, like of everything, and it can be a lot. So what you want to do is root in with Earth Mother, ask her to receive you, and drop your root in with Earth Mother. And you want to expand the essences, the qualities of Earth, of Gaia, and start to feel stabilized and held and supported and safe. And allow the root to really start to relax, you know, from there. And when we feel like, okay, I'm rooted in here. I've at least got, I can stand up straight here in all of this. You want to come into the heart space. Start to just open the heart and feel all of the beautiful love there. And just allow it to continue to go from there. The mind can really take us on waves and all these different trajectories. And so we want to quiet the mind, and breath can really help with that as well. Some really nice, you know, just slowing down the breath. You can inhale in through the nose and exhale out through softly parted lips. And what that does, that's actually in the special offer, we do have a Tai Chi Gung membership for you all to support you. Um, oh, we didn't mention that. At an energetic that. Yes. level. No, it's, it's mm -hmm. really supportive because we are energy beings. And so the whole thing is, you know, don't trip, you know, don't overthink, you know, don't and just breathe. So you breathe into the nose and out through the mouth, and that actually starts to balance. So when you inhale into the nose that way, it actually starts to cultivate the fires of the spirit and also the divine masculine energy, the Holy Father energy. And when you exhale through open mouth, it activates the waters of the spirit, divine mother, yin energy. And so even just that breathing, you know, can start to entrain you out of a state of overwhelm or nervousness or too muchness. So you want to root in, connect with the breath, and start to really affirm, I'm here, and it's beautiful and safe, and just focusing on that love for self, and everything will continue to bloom from there. It's really about safety and love beautiful. always, you know, these themes. Mm -hmm. mm, beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um Okay, I'm going to Linda in New Zealand. Um Wow. <laughs> uh can you can you tell me why my extrasensory sight was shut down when I was a child? My higher self was always with me as a lion um, who I could see and interact with. What do I need to do to reopen this sense? Um mm -hmm. thank you so much. Um that's from Linda. Well, beautiful question, Linda, and we understand this, too. We had that, too, with the third eye and even the throat, you know. So just know that all of these are connected. It's all connected in with the root chakra, and perhaps it, there's a traumatic experience or it just, again, there wasn't a feeling of safety. The extrasensory, you know, if you imagine, like, these exotic plants, you know, um, I'm just seeing, like, these exotic plants, almost like in the movie Avatar, like, they're very sensitive. We are sensitive, we are an instrument. And so things will shut down if there's just too much, you know, commotion. It's just there's too much erratic movement and it's just not safe. So you want to cultivate stillness, you know, stillness and presence. And 
ask the gifts to open. You could even tone and sing to your third eye, to your third eye crystals. Ask the sacred site to come back. You want to affirm, you know, that it is safe to see. Sometimes when we're little, we see yes. things that it might be a lot for our younger consciousness as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay. I hope that you heard that, my dear. And I'm going to go to Tina in York. Um, mm. She said, hi, beautiful souls. I have found myself feeling like I don't know what or where to go in my life after leaving all the trauma, et cetera, behind. I sometimes feel like I become judgmental on myself because uh, I'm just being still and not moving forward. I've mm-hmm. managed to heal myself from grief, uh, from, but grief is still in the process. I've healed addictions. Now I just feel kind of lost in the beautiful new. Do I move? Uh, what do I do for income? <laughs> Am I to do work in this type of field? Any info would be great. Thanks and so much love. That's Tina. Wonderful. That's a great question, Tina. Thank you. So this is such a perfect place to be because you've done a lot of the clearing and it kind of sounds like you're in a suspended animation kind of state here in the zero point. And in that, when you don't know where to go, often it's we got to go deeper within and start to explore and start to really allow the inner earth, allow the magic of the inner world to begin to open. And oftentimes going into nature when the weather is is right uh, can really support that is being in this in this pristine beauty and inspiration and it's great that you talk about this too because this is a wonderful example of linear to quantum where you know we may cognitively think oh my gosh i'm not moving forward you know literally i'm not moving forward i'm not doing anything but you know starting to understand and expand our perceptions of what is to understand now that there's there's inner movement happening you know, we are going inside. This is a light co- a building the light core kind of a moment because we are learning now that the realities are constructed on the inside and then they're reflected in that mirror verse that we spoke of a little bit, mm-hmm. reflected outside of us. So all of the questions, everything, all the creations, the different, you know, specific forms of your path. All of that will come from deeper time with yourself inside because you're getting to know yourself. When you, you know, when you polish the mirror and you can see clear, clearer, or you're kind of wiping the grime off of the window and you can start to see through that window, you want to take some time with that, really getting to know yourself and everything will start to present. Gifts, aspects of self, all kinds of curiosities, very fun. So you want to be with yourself and explore the magic with yourself in this fresh mm-hmm. new place. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Tina, mm-hmm. thank you for being here. Um, I mm-hmm. hope that you yeah. heard that. Mm-hmm. Um, Lynn from Ottawa uh, said, hi, Carrie and Marissa. Thank you for explaining about the new energies. Mm-hmm. I received a similar message about flow a few days ago, but I'm stuck. Um, I keep getting the message to be a guide. Mm-hmm. However, I'm so confused. I'm also a twin flame, but I feel like I shouldn't talk about this part of my spiritual journey. Why is that? <laughs> I also had a dream that I was from the Telosians a week or two ago, but no further communication. Cool. Um, don't understand what's happening with my life. What can I do? <laughs> wow, that's great. Yeah, it's a lot. So, you know, when so one, one of the things that can be really helpful is starting to kind of have these little um like tricks to notice, oh my gosh, my heart closed again. So when we're confused, that's first of all a good thing 
because it's letting us know, well, yeah, this is the quantum reality that the mind doesn't work the way it used to, and that's part of adapting to becoming a feeler. Mm -hmm. But when you're confused or anything like that, it lets you know, oh, I'm living in my head again. I'm living in that dimension only in my head. And that's not the reality of the whole, you know, the whole, the holographic whole that we are a part of. And so you want to stop thinking and you want to start perceiving. You want to come into the heart and start feeling because we are trying to get there from the old ways. And that's just a pattern, an old habit of being, right? We're learning all new, we're, we're doing all new neural ma- uh, neural mapping, you know, right now to learn a whole new way of being. So it's a process. All the answers will come from coming into the heart space and opening up that and knowing ourselves as love and starting to become a feeler of the reality, a feeler of what's true and everything mm-hmm. else will start. It's one, one piece at a time, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when she said she had a dream message that she thinks oh, was yeah. from the Telosians a week or mm-hmm. two ago, um, but nothing since then, mm-hmm. what can you say about that or what would you suggest? You know, just to share the visitations I've had like that, they are very sporadic sometimes. It's really interesting. And so mm-hmm. I would explore maybe what you did around that time that opened you up to being on their frequency to come through. And you just need to figure out what it was that you were doing. Maybe you were out in nature for a long time and had a lot of space and expansion or you were meditating or you did something, sound healing, something that cleared your fields and raised your frequency so much Mm -hmm. that you were able to be with them. That's what you want to do is figure out how to raise your frequency to be able to hear them again. And there's so many ways to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is that is good advice. Uh, Lynn, I hope that you heard this. Um, we got some feedback back from Tina. She said, thank mm-hmm. you so much. I know I'm moving and becoming anew. It's staying out of my mind that mm-hmm. wants to bring some little particles of unworthiness, um, and it's time to let that go. So anything yeah, that shows up, I bless and see where it takes me and let go. So much love yes. to all. Beautiful. Right back yep. to you, Tina. Yeah, um, you're on the magic carpet. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Flow on the magic carpet. Um, <laughs> Abby from the UK, thank you so much for your helpful insights, Marissa and Carrie. Much love. Much love to you, too. Uh, Monica said, thank you. I love that. I will follow your guidance. I'm so grateful mm-hmm. to you both for all that you bring to the world. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you, Monica. Um, thank you. Beautiful. I wanted to scroll down. Where was it? Uh, um, oh, Satina so said, um, hi, Carrie and Marissa. I appreciate you both being here co-creating in this space. I'm enjoying today's show. It's been very informative for me. Much love and blessings. We're so Great. grateful you're here. Um, Macalia from the UK. Um, she was the one who asked about the light codes on the water earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, she said, wow, thank you, Marissa. Yes, as I absorb, sing to, dance, and with the light codes on the water, I feel my DNA being reconfigured. Mm-hmm. It feels discombobulating sometimes as it shifts mm-hmm. me so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, That's beautiful. And I love that you said discombobulating because, for me, it makes me think of bubbles. And you could play with, you know, being a bubble being or, you know, you want to start to really have fun, have fun with like, oh, I'm a, you know, I'm a ephemeral mist, you know, just start playing. So because we get really can get like hung up or, or stuck in the body feeling, you know, I'm a, I'm a, you know, being in this body, but, you know, play, you want to have fun, really have fun. And you are that sparkle on the water. That's why it feels so yes. good. You can feel that, you know. <laughs> right. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you for writing back in, Macaulay. Um, Scotty. Yeah. Scotty. Hi, Scotty. Um, oh, he must have written this after. Remember we were talking about um, mm-hmm. sharing beauty as, mm-hmm. um, you know, for light body technology, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, Carrie, that's why I love you sending out your photos and visual artwork to everyone. The energy lights me up and the yes. communities love it. I love when anybody does that. Thank you, Scotty, for acknowledging that. Yeah. Um, sometimes I want to do it multiple times a day and I'm like, eh, mm-hmm. you know, who's going to care? Um, <laughs> but I do realize that a lot of times people don't have to respond. If we share things of mm-hmm. beauty, a lot of pe- mm-hmm. more people see them and are and benefit from them than you may realize. Yeah. Um, so it's not about the, the, the response or the validation of, of that right. happening, but just right. sharing anyway. Right. Um, share mm-hmm. the beauty. Um, let's see. Um, scrolling down here. Where did she go? Arietta. I wanted to go to you, Arietta. Um, she said, I'm wondering if Marissa can offer any kind of leg bone pain relief. It is so mm-hmm. penetrating mm-hmm. and creates headaches. Haven't mm-hmm. slept for four days. Yeah, that sounds love. like what I was going through too, um, with the, the frequency light upgrades, you know. So, um, if you like a hot bath, it really helps. It really helps because sometimes there's so much plasma. It's just, it's like you have this deep bone chill and these deep aches and it's like, gosh, Mm -hmm. you can't seem to warm up enough. So what I love, if you have sun right now, we don't have direct sun right now where I am, you know, laying in the sun, the sunbathing can really help getting the sun on your back and on your spine. It feels amazing for the bones. Um, But if you can't do that, having beautiful tea, beautiful herb tea, um, a hot bath with Epsom salt, Dead Sea salt, baking soda in there, you know, really allow yourself. Uh, another thing is just working with the beautiful color of the abalone shell, that mother of pearl. That pearlescent mm-hmm. color in quantum touch is when I first learned about this. That color to work with is so powerful. You could imagine your whole skeleton being looking like that beautiful pearlescent mother of pearl kind of that iridescent pastel. Um, it look, imagine like your whole skeleton looks like that. So mm-hmm. start to really bring that color, work with that color, breathe it in, and see it just penetrating your bones. You can. It's really powerful to work with the rays, the, the color rays for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Arietta, I hope that you heard that so much. Yeah, I hope you feel you. better. I know. I know how, how deep that is. It's, it's, it's yeah. normal. Yeah. <laughs> um, Uh, Linda just wrote back in from New Zealand and said, um, thank you so much, Carrie and Marissa. The energy came strongly, clearly, and gently into my head area, Mm -hmm. and I can feel the additional support from galactic beings that has been activated through your transmission, Marissa. Beautiful. That's so nice. (laughs) Yeah, that is. Um, Marissa, do you want to do any kind of activation or transmission, or are you feeling called to do that? I want to have you know, open space for that if that's something that feels um, right. Yeah, um, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I, I don't know what... To show people. I would mm-hmm. love to show people how to connect with Gaia. Okay. Because yes. I feel like that is the literally the root, you know, it's like no pun intended, but we are learning <laughs> about our roots, you know, and how to root in and that we are all her children and it can be very nourishing 
for me, we, you know, sometimes you have these experiences of expansion that are really disorienting and you you feel like, okay, I just turned into like a particle cloud. Like what, how do I, like, what do I do? Like, cause sometimes these expanded states, you know, for our psychology at first, the mind doesn't know how to handle it and it can be disorienting. So for anyone who continues to, or will uh, have experiences like this, or just in general, you want, you, we all need to stabilize every day. It's very important because Otherwise, we're literally floating in a soup. So if you could imagine stabilizing. So anyway, that's why I wanted to share this. Um, so I invite you all, if you're in the appropriate space, to close your eyes and start to quiet the mind. And start to inhale in through your nose and exhale out through softly parted lips. And we're going to start to balance the elements of creation within. Inhaling in through the nose, activating the fire. And exhaling gently through softly parted lips, activating the waters, following the waters. And as you have your eyes closed and you continue with this breath, taking your gaze down and through your being and starting to see the magnificence of your being, starting to see the inner earth, the universe is all inside of you. And as you continue to breathe, in through the nose, out through the mouth, I invite you to connect in with your root chakra and see what your root looks like. Is it all balled up? Is it gnarled like an old vine? Or is it pliant? Is it tightly coiled? Is it ready to open and drop into the earth? Really look at your root. And every day it could be in a different place, but you'll start to notice, oh yeah, when I'm clenched and my physical body is clenched, then the mind is so and the breath is so. So we're just going to relax it all now and soften. And so what you can do is kind of drop your jaw, your lower jaw. Try to try to let your lower jaw hang. And what that does is it starts to allow the pelvic floor to also relax. It's important to realize that the physical body is like this sweet mammal consciousness. It's a very sweet kind of creature, mammal creature here. And it feels all the energies of all the different things going on. So it may need more support than we realized before. So really bringing your attention to your root and starting to look at this as this incredible sacred opportunity to connect in with the planet, which has given us so much and continues to. So now we're going to get ready to actually connect. So we ask Gaia. We ask Mother Earth to receive us. We always ask for her permission to honor her. And of course, she always says, yes, of course. She's always so happy to receive us, just like a mom is when her kids come home. She's so happy. So I I invite you now to imagine your abdomen and legs turning into the trunk of your favorite tree and starting to send roots down just a few layers down through the floor of your room and the building. And we're going to go maybe a foot into the earth first just to start. And the invitation here is to see your roots like fingers, like when you're in the garden and you're weeding the garden and you're maybe playing in the soil or maybe when you were little you got to play in the earth. And curious fingers, tendrils of roots in that soil, penetrating the soil. And expanding the qualities of earth, which are the stability, 
grounding, feeling held, like really feeling held, your whole life feeling held now from this moment on, stable and supported, connected to infinite resources, unconditional love, and an infinite amount of abundance and flow, and feeling that fertility in that dark soil. Everything can come from that to be created. So there's infinite resources to create from and to share. New Earth, the Aquarian Age. And now we'll continue to send our roots deeper, deeper through the layers of the Earth. And you see the beautiful aquifers of crystalline waters flowing, full of information and life force. Sending our roots down even more deeply and seeing the crystal caves, crystal beds, and seeing the waves of consciousness flowing through them. They're glowing and humming. And deeper still, we send our roots down, down until we come to the core of the earth herself. And it's a giant heart-shaped diamond, miles tall, miles wide. And what we're going to do is we're going to wrap our roots three times and pull snugly. We're going to wrap one time around her heart core, two times, three times, and you're going to pull snugly like fingers grasping a stone. And that is the bond. We've achieved and received the bond with Gaia, which is permanent. Coming home onto new earth, landing as a star being. A holy star child, an angel here. And feeling the love come from her up into your roots. And seeing it's like a beautiful water, a crystalline plasma, diamond kind of water going up through your roots where you've grasped around with her and up into your body, swirling around through your being and spiraling up and out through the crown of your head, seeing this beautiful flow of this plasma connecting with her so that we can really start to feel like the conduit, the intermediary being here between worlds on the earth, transmitting solar codes, sharing them with Gaia and everyone. And just enjoying your breath and feeling how rooted and strong you feel, how connected, and how that feels unbreakable and unshakable. And just enjoying your breath and giving so much thanks to Gaia for all that she has ever given us. Everything comes from her, including the body. And so it can become quite emotional because we see how many gifts we really have. just allowing that to really flow through your being and just allowing that energy to continue to flow through you and feel that nourishing and feel the truth of that solidarity with Gaia (laughs) beautiful that was truly beautiful. <laughs> Stabilizing. <laughs> yeah, everyone feels a lot more rooted now. You can feel it in all the... Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Good job, everybody. So you can feel that. Yeah. You can how important this is, everyone. Please do this every day for yourself. Change your world. Really I well. was thinking um, how blessed your daughter is to have grown up with you as a mom with bedtime stories. <laughs> and like, I'm like, I could listen to you and replay this in bed. Like... <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how is everybody doing? Um, 
you're welcome to write in and, and let us know how you're doing. Um, Sherry, you did say, thank you, beautiful souls. Such a nourishing call. That's a good Excellent. word. That's what we want. That's it. Yep. Yes. I love that word, Sherry. <laughs> um, um, Sara said, Carrie, I love the art in your emails. I send them around to my friends so they can be lit up by them. Thank mm. you, Sara. Um, she said, I had bone pain too, but it, Working mm. with heat, it left pretty soon. Beautiful. Um, okay. Missy wrote in, and I have a couple of people who mentioned this too, so I'm going to read this. Mm. Um, she said she's been having extreme mouth pain, teeth pain, nerve oh, yes. pain. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. um, she said, would red light therapy be helpful? I'm consciously in nature to assist with my cells and so natural with the earth, but speak to that because a few people wrote in about that with their teeth like mouth teeth pain oh yes and that is very very normal with these frequencies coming in all the solar activation and the gamma ray and stuff like that teeth aches is a huge thing and um, all kinds of throbbing and all, all kinds of stuff and just know that that's the deepest of the ancestral is the teeth I mean, if you think about, oh. wow, like that could be so mm-hmm. ancient. It really goes down to, like, the primordial roots of our humanity of being a human. So it goes very ancient, you know, aboriginal, I mean, very ancient that we have our teeth. And there are crystals in our teeth. You know, everything is, all the crystals are, like, screaming in resonance with all the frequencies coming. And you can feel that energy in the mouth. The red may be great. You know, that red light may be really great. One of the things, again, if you have sun, that really helps is opening your mouth as wide as you can and getting the sun on your teeth and on mm-hmm. your tongue and, like, actually trying to get the sun down your throat. It's like, gosh, no one told us to eat the sun. And one of my elder star <laughs> friends taught me that. So getting oh, the wow. sun, you know, but getting the sun on your teeth can really help. Also, sometimes chewing gum can really help to help move the tension out of the jaw. Sometimes. I mean, so you just kind of have to... It'll pass when it does, you know, and it is it is a lot to deal with for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so very common for all of us, yes. Yeah, Anne is asking, what is actually happening when I'm having that teeth pain? This is someone else who's having a similar issue. It's the frequencies activating stuff in your teeth, the codes in your teeth, memories, um, you know, yeah, the actual root of the teeth because it's all electromagnetic. So we are being electrified. We are being electrified truly. And so, she yeah, just wrote in, so this is a positive thing? <laughs> yeah, and I know, it, I know it doesn't feel very good, but it's all part of the, yeah. Yeah, it's one of the most common ones is the teeth, mm-hmm. self-included. <laughs> yeah, for me too. I mean, sometimes oh, yeah. it's like, whoa. Yeah. Um, but the end result or the purpose of these kind of activations or whatever is mm-hmm. what, if someone's wondering that? Oh, sure. So we are, you know, this is all part of the evolution of consciousness, and we are doing it in the body. So there is physical discomfort sometimes as as the light is expanding through us. It's not permanent. It's not for forever. But we're, you know, constantly right now really being bombarded with these frequencies to help wake us up. And they're strong so that the most deeply held, you know, uh, beliefs can be uprooted, no pun intended, if you think about the teeth. You know, mm-hmm. the roots of the teeth mm-hmm. and going into the yeah. bone. Yeah. And the jaw. Um, yeah. I'm going to read this mess, this uh, question from Mary because um, I think other people might be wondering this too. She's mm-hmm. asking, she said, I get so many different, um, what did she say? I'm trying to read this. There's, um, she's talking about ascension. She said, 
Some people say it's already happened. Some say it's not mm-hmm. going to happen until 2032. Mm-hmm. Um, has it occurred already? So the thing is that ascension is an individual process, mm-hmm. just like the solar flash is an individual process. So sometimes, you know, the, trans, the, the transmissions can get confusing because, again, we're trying to quantify everything that's actually quantum through a linear perspective. And a lot of times people that are giving these different reports of things, they're, I mean, everyone is talking about their own experience, actually, exactly. whether they're consciously aware of that or not, because everyone is ascending in their own. It's a very, it's a soul, it's an alignment with your soul and your body's ability to, you know, amplify over time. It has to be a very gradual, safe process. So some people have ascended, but we're all in the, in the process in our own way. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Beautiful question, beautiful mm-hmm. response. Mm-hmm. And I love what you said, that that is what that person is experiencing. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that's what the whole collective is intended to, like at yeah. this day of this year. Yeah. Because that's um, linear and that's not how it works, you know. So right. That helps. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> she did write back in. She said, but what about Gaia? Has Gaia ascended? Yeah, Gaia's, we're just catching up. Mm-hmm. She's always been ascended, but that's new earth. That's why we want to plug into the crystalline grids of new earth because she's already there. We're catching up. So Does how would someone sense? do that if they're hearing you say that, you know, mm-hmm. plug into the crystalline grids? Mm-hmm. Um, I know in your offer, I, I know you mentioned in one of those, you really get into talking about that. Mm-hmm. But for those here now, what can you share mm-hmm. about that? Well, it's like the activation that we just did, connecting with Mm -hmm. the planet. The more we connect and go out with nature and get out of living in a box-shaped building, working in a box-shaped building, right? Get out of the boxes, yeah? Get out on the planet. Get out in the forest, outside in nature, the beach, all these things, and be with her. Be with the elementals. Be with the tree people and the animals and the clouds, and everything will continue to activate because that's nature. Nature's already doing it. Everything else is catching Um, up. Mm-hmm. Mary, Mary's still here. She said, is the crystalline grid etheric or is it inside us, as you mentioned before? Yeah, it is etheric and it is inside of us. It's everywhere. It's uh, all of all of creation is connected through webs and webs of beautiful crystal. You know, if, uh, to me, I always see it, a great way to imagine it is like a beautiful spider web with dewdrops on it. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. You know, when you were talking about, and we were talking earlier um, about, you know, your different aspects of you, mm-hmm. um, the star family aspects, you know, we were mentioning Lemurian, Arcturian, Syrian, and Telosian. Mm-hmm. Um, if and Lyran. Someone, the Lyrans are actually really yeah. big. We just haven't talked about them a whole lot, but they yes. Do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Andromedans too, Venusians, mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. a lot of but um I I feel people wondering this and that's why I'm bringing this up. So, mm-hmm. you know, all these various star family aspects of us. Um mm-hmm. if someone is wondering, okay, why 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 are they connecting? Why am I connecting with that? Is it all about this ascension, my individual ascension? Have they already ascended? You know, all these kinds of questions that relate to that. I'm asking you because you have the capacity to explain things, um, whatever I ask you. So <laughs> if someone so. is wondering those okay. things, what, what would you say? Essentially, all of creation is supporting us 
in the levity, the lifting, the expansion of our consciousness. So if you think of the metaphoric fall of consciousness, the fall from grace, all these words, oh, you know, all these dramatic words that describe God having a human experience and going unconscious. So we have a lot of other aspects of ourselves that are more conscious, that have more access. And so all of them are here kind of as a mirror to show us what's possible, to show us other aspects of ourselves, to support us in not being fixed in identifying, you know, who we are as just one thing, like that we are part of the whole, the greater whole that is a harmonic, you know. Um, so I hope that that helps. Yeah. Yes. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank mm-hmm. you, my dear. Well, this has been such a beautiful experience and journey and gathering oh, with you. Thank you. The so first much. of many, I hope. And, um, <laughs> thank you. Yes, please. I'd love to. Thank you, everyone, <laughs> for your energy. It's just been so beautiful. I'm like, wow. Flew by. Time flew by. It did. <laughs> and aren't these beautiful beings in this community? I've, there's yes. always so much love, and I'm so yes. grateful to all of you. And thank you. Um, a lot of them are writing and extending love to you and you know, you. welcoming you here. And, uh, so much. Oh, wow. I like we got to light up the grid with everyone. Everyone's from all over the place. It's so exciting. Yes. So I feel like, wow, here we are. We're lighting up the grid together. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> yes. I mean, really, there are people from all over the wow. world writing in right now. So thank you all so much. And Marissa, thank you. And thank I you. hope if you have enjoyed this with Marissa, there's so much more to explore. Um, and I hope that you'll review the, the special offer she's created for you to, you know, enjoy um, the adventure of exploration even more. There's so much more to learn and remember and experience. So <laughs> Any final message from you, Marissa, before we say goodbye? Well, gosh, um, <laughs> it's hard. I don't. There's so much that one could say. So I guess just thank you so much, everyone, and just you know continue to enjoy this expansion and opening up and finding the magic, finding the sparkle. You know what lights mm-hmm. you up, and sharing that. And remember to laugh because this is yeah. all. It's so hilarious. A lot of this, you know, it is so out, out there. Um, and fun. So just continue to have fun. <laughs> and thank you. And it's today. okay to be a pancake sometimes. I love yes. that you described it like that. Let yourself yeah. be a pancake so you can get yeah. back up. Um, renew. Support and one another in this. You know, yeah. yeah. Support one another. Our families, we have different generations. We're all connected to so many different, you know, layers of consciousness and we can help everyone, even if they can't understand what this is or the language may not land with them. You know, we may not even have to talk about ascension per se, but just encourage them to take care, have self-care. Everyone deserves to give themselves new levels of care and tenderness yes. than perhaps we've oh, ever known, yes. you know? Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to use the phrasing and the terminology that we do yeah. in this community if it if it isn't familiar to your family members. But mm-hmm. if you bring it up in those kinds of ways, right. you'll support them so much. Um, yeah. And that's what it's all about is the love, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you for sharing that. So, yeah, of course. Marissa, <laughs> thank, you. thank you. And everybody who's joined us, thank you for the gift of you, the gift of your time, your love, your openness, your readiness, your presence today. Uh, we hope that you received new insights, new awarenesses, um, soulful activations, <laughs> um, and whatever you are ready for. I hope that you were able to receive the love. So, thank you for joining us on this soulful adventure today. 
Join us in our Facebook group, by the way. I would love to see all of you in there if you feel like it. I really want to expand that community so you feel the love when we're not just here on the show. So I am sending waves and waves of love, light, and appreciation from my heart to yours. May you feel it, receive it, and offer it to those you encounter today or tonight, wherever you are in the world, because there are many of you from all over. So as always, until next time, please give yourself full permission to shine instead of shrink, express instead of suppress, and of course, own that amazing, powerful, shimmering glow of yours. Uh, take flight, beautiful, beautiful beacons of light, and I'll see you back here in this playground of light next time. Uh, bye, everybody.